Hey guys, welcome to Dance Fever, Southern West Virginia's dance competition show fan podcast. I'm Eddie Lee. I'm Terry Ann. And I don't know if it's really irritating that I keep going up and down in volume, but that's me. It's not the recording, so just thought I'd throw that out there. So with that having been said, if you want to send us feedback, oh, no. And I live with it's, this every day. It's a little too soon. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You live with it, but you don't have to deal with it every day. I said I live with it every day. Some days you don't even know it's there. I know. Top six to four is what we're talking about. Top six to four. Yes. Uh, so you think you can dance season 12, which is the current season, episode <clears throat> season 16, which is the current season. Season 12 was four years ago. Yes. Episode 12. Top six, which means I think we have two left. Yes. Uh, well, I don't know. Do we have two left? I think the or top four left? and then the final. I, they take four to two and then go into a final with just two people the whole show? No, they probably do a going to hold okay. them hostage double show, cutting one we'll person, see. leaving three we'll for see. the finals, we'll whatever. See. So our opening piece is pretty um, okay with Farside and Phoenix as our choreographers. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I thought it was cool. That's what I wrote down. Cool. Farside. Christopher Farside Jennings and Crystal, with a K, Phoenix Mraz. Yeah, I like Farside and Phoenix better. Mm-hmm. Bailey and Coigne are our first couple out. They danced to uh, the whole six groupers uh, and, and all-stars, all 12. Did you say this was All-Stars? You didn't say it was All-Stars, No, I didn't did say you? it was All-Stars. I'm sorry. It's All-Star Night. Yeah, this is the introduction uh, for the season of the All-Stars. All-Star Night. All-Star Night. Uh, so they have all- to dance with an All-Star. They have to dance with each other, and they have to dance the solo. Uh, that means somebody goes blind? Yeah. No. All 12 in the opening danced to District 78's song, Down, featuring Alexandra Sr., now, what did Bailey and Coigne dance to? They're out Blackstone. Um, Broadway. Jazz Broadway. Yeah, they, they have it. Somebody listed it as Broadway. They danced to Dean Martin's Mambo Italiano. And it was excellent. The whole concept was that Bailey was the waiter and she was the patron. Sed- seductress. Seductress patron. And it was just cute. It was so good. I wrote it in all capital letters with an exclamation point after it. And I told Terry Ann, now this is only something older people will get. Thinking of Dean Martin as a singer, it doesn't click for me. Oh, it does me. I think of Dean Martin as an actor. Yeah, in Westerns. With, with Bob Hope. That that's No, I think of Dean Martin in Westerns. Uh, see, Dean Martin acted with Bob Hope in my in my head canon. Okay. That's, that's all he did. Cool. Uh, yeah, maybe he's got a couple songs out there that he just threw out there. It's like, no, he no, didn't just. He, he, he got whole albums. albums he's got Grammys. multiple albums. He's got, yeah. yeah, he's got Grammys. But yeah, so it's 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 funny. Sometimes with uh, particularly with entertainers, this perception that you'll get, and and to be honest, I don't know why I have uh, that particular perception of uh, Dean Martin because if I think about it. When I was growing up, I know that my mom and dad had some Dean Martin vinyl. Mm-hmm. Probably my mom had it and brought it into the marriage. But uh, so you know, I, I have I have physically seen and played because I had a turntable growing up. Uh, Dean Martin vinyl, 
and since I have seen it, you know, out at different um, rummage mm-hmm. shops and stuff like that, you know, I know Dean Martin recorded, but it just it didn't sink in. Dean Martin's an actor, and he acted with Bob Hope. That's that's as far as you go. That's it. That's gotcha. all Dean Martin did. Gotcha. So next, out second. Our next. What well, I'm getting there. You were. I know. I, I was letting you know that I was done. done. I was stepping down. Yeah. Next is a solo, and it's Mariah doing her solo. It's a contemporary piece, of course, because Mariah is a contemporary dancer, and it was pretty good. It was okay. She danced to "Loved by You" by Kirby, all capital letters. All caps. Kirby, and that's a very important name to us because we're comic book fans. Yes. But we'll just leave it there. Gino and Comfort come out next doing a Luther Brown piece. Dancing, it was, they say it was a hip-hop piece? Yes. Okay. Dancing to Clara's Get Up featuring Chameleon Air. And Gino danced hip-hop like a contemporary dancer. I don't think he ever really got in the pocket for what me. What is Gino's okay. last name? okay. I'm not even going to try. Oh. Okay. And Comfort was very good. Consuela, Consuela. Very good. Next up was Madison and Lex doing a Mandy Moore jazz piece. Dancing to Paloma Faith's Can't Rely on You. And it was very lyrical. I don't think it was her best dance, however. I just, I, it was good, but it wasn't as good as it could have been. Lex is just so phenomenal. And just to be patting backs. Lex was the season 14 winner. Yes, he was. So he's like all-star. Yes. Unlike some of these other people that like participated. <laughs> then we have Ezra's solo, and it was Latin. And I, it's always weird to watch Latin La- yeah. dancers by themselves, but still he does a good job, I think. I thought he did a good job. He danced to Runaway Baby by Bruno Mars. And I like Bruno Mars. Sophie and Kiki. Did a samba that was choreographed by Pasha Kovalev. Dancing to we love Pasha. Dancing to Ed Sheeran's Shape of You. And we don't have anywhere to see him anymore except if he choreographs. I know. I don't know if he's even like judging, you know, some other shows or I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything about him pop up. And I really like the Ed Sheeran song too. But they did a pretty um, good job with the samba. We did hear he's gonna be a daddy or he recently was didn't they say that on the show didn't she say that that pasha was recently or going to be a dad was it pasha oh was it not maybe it was i thought it was pasha Okay, maybe it was it certainly wasn't robert no it wasn't robert okay um mariah and fiction came out and did a misha gabriel i don't remember seeing misha before no i don't think so um not really hip hop, kind of street dancey, I guess. They, whoever wrote up the wiki, wrote yeah. it hip hop. Okay. Um, dancing to Miri Ben Eri and Styles P's song, We Gonna Win. And we neither one felt it. I wrote down that we both no. said we didn't feel it. Um, even fiction. I mean, it, yeah. I watched fiction because we 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 um we watched it twice. We watched it on the DVR twice. We watched it so we, we could watch. We it can't twice. not watch fiction, right? We can't not watch fiction. And I just didn't care for Misha's choreography. Yeah, I think it no, was enough. It wasn't, especially from it for a top six to four. It didn't sit well on fiction, and Mariah didn't do it well. So the combination was yeah. just bleh. yeah. And then Bailey did his solo. 
Dancing to Sam Smith's Writings on the Wall. And it was excellent. It was a B-boy contemporary piece. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was excellent. Bailey is really stretching yes. himself in his solos. That's yes. cool. And then Ezra and Gabby. Stretching himself? Would yes. that be the way That's to put good. it? Okay. Ezra and Gabby come out and do a Robert Rolden contemporary piece. Dancing to Jacques Brel's uh, Nemi Kipa. Uh, it's French, and I apologize. And it was excellent. Robert did a very good job choreographing. I thought Gabby, she's grown so much. She was an excellent contemporary dancer in this piece. And Ezra did a very good job. I really liked the whole piece. Fiction uh, of the last pairing was season 10's winner, and Gabby was season 12's winner. So they have 10, 12, and 14. Mm -hmm. hmm. Gino and Sophie come out, once again as a couple, and do a Warren Carlisle Broadway piece. Dancing to Holly Palmer and Michael Bublier's Down With Love. And it was good. It, it, it wasn't great. It was good. However, the judges absolutely loved it and said that they were the couple to beat. And <laughs> okay. that's all I got to say. Yeah. The okay. solo, then Madison came out and did her solo. Dancing to Anouk's Lost. And it was okay. I, I wasn't. Contemporary solos are just all the same. But, well, so, sometimes they just seem so interpretive. Yes. And so... Mariah and Bailey Bailey come out and do a Ray. I was getting there. Come out and do a Ray Leaper jazz piece. What were you pausing for effect? Yes. What effect? Bailey. Um, dancing to Inks's "Need You Tonight," and it was excellent. And after they were done, the judges said, "Oh, never mind. You all are, are the couple to beat." Because they've been telling them whatever. That yeah, that they're the couple to beat. Whatever. And they really are. I think, in my eyes, the couple to beat. I, I really liked it. I like. I have liked everything Bailey did this evening. I thought he was the best. Then Sophie did her solo. Dancing to Shoshana Beans' Ain't No Way. And the only idea was okay. The only thing, little tidbit I have on Facebook, they had a still of her in her solo saying, you know, she smashed it. And enough people complained about the position that her body was in in the, for the still photo that they changed it. That's funny. And people started commenting, thank you for changing it. Well, was it still. a crotch shot? Yes. Yep. Yes, it was. Yep. And I mean, even if you don't intend to do that, yeah. I can see that if they're flipping and twirling and everything and you're just, yeah, you're going to get crotch shots. Yeah. Now, why they didn't. Why they find something else to post. Yeah. yeah, it's like, okay. Madison and Ezra did a Donna Sanchez disco. I always hate this with a passion. Dorian Sanchez. Dorian, I'm sorry. Dorian Sanchez. Uh, dancing to Sylvester's You Make Me Feel. And it didn't come no. off great. And they never do. Madison and Ezra didn't do it well. It didn't look good. No, and they never do. Which is part of the choreographer. Just Now, I will say, there was a plus, and it was doing a disco to the music. Mm -hmm. That matched. Uh, every time, just... Yeah. Um, they they never know. look good. I don't know why they insist on doing it. And I guess... And the, I'm a disco era girl. Well, and I guess but, the thing for me is... Uh, Saturday Night Fever, Staying Alive. Mm -hmm. That is Danny Terrio. Mm -hmm. That is disco dancing to me, in, in my mind. That is, 
Do you know the name mm-hmm. Danny Terrio? I do. Okay. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm look 50 up, years old. Look up Danny Terrio. He's got a pretty major connection to our podcast. Yeah. So um, that that is disco, but that is so seldom what you see, uh, particularly from Miss Sanchez. Others also, it's like that was disco. Okay. You know, you would think that they they know they've studied whatever it is, and that's what they choreograph. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I have to bow to my perception of their knowledge, but it typically doesn't match my knowledge. No. So. And then Gino came out and did his solo, and it was good. Dancing he does to, good solos. Dancing to Blake McGrath's "Missing You." And then we had everybody had to do a group piece. The girls came out and did a Ray Leaper piece. Same gender, yes. And it was danced to I Can't Stand the Rain by Tina Turner. And it wasn't bad. They were in chairs. They had hats that were the frame of an umbrella. So it kind of <coughs> stuck out there. So that was a little um, excuse me, um, hazardous. That's the word I'm looking for. But it was okay. I mean, Ray, Ray Leaper... 90% of the time I like his pieces, so the, this one was okay, too. The song was bad. Yeah, it, it, was. it was. not. It was a remastered version, remastered yes. in 2015, and it was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talia Fabia did a guy's piece. And they danced to Amber Run's Amen. And everybody was talking about how absolutely mind-blowing it was, and I think it was okay. The judges were all talking about how it was so wonderful and rememberable, and they were gonna. It's down in the annals of time or whatever. I guess. And I, did, it was okay. They do all dance very differently. Oh as yeah, the Gino it, and Bailey, and size too. And the One size, is a was giant, like, and a Bailey is a little, <laughs> a little teeny dude. Ezra's like, and then somebody in between. Ezra's like probably five eleven, and then Bailey's like four foot. It was. I'm um, just yeah. profound. Height differences. Yeah. It was good, but I didn't think it was all that memorable. So when we were all done, we learned that safe were Gino and Sophie and Bailey and Mariah, and we lost the couple of Ezra and Madison. And we were kind of sad because we wanted Madison to stay. Yeah, and I, I was to hoping go. Madison would push Bailey to win because I, I think Bailey's, although the way they fawn over blonde Barbie is Sophie disgusting, but um, I think Bailey's the one to beat. I think so too. Sometimes, I, I mean, sometimes though, I think maybe his partner, maybe he's helped, helped his partner win it. You know, which would be a shame because yeah. it's like if he had danced with somebody else, he would win it. But you know, still, you know, I, so. I want Bailey to win. That's who I want. And we have a little bit of strictly news even before the pairings are announced. We have an injury. Somebody was placed on the pup list that's physically unable to perform if you're an American football fan. Jamie Lang, L-A-I-N-G. And I believe he was a soccer Soccer player player. or a rugby player. Yeah, he was an athlete. Okay. And he's been replaced by actor, I'm not seeing it, Kelvin Fletcher, who is on Emmerdale. Or was. He's not anymore. He's only on there for 20 years, and now he's not on there anymore. I don't think the show's on anymore. He doesn't look old enough. Yeah, he could be old enough to have done it for yeah. 20 years. 
You don't think Emmerdale's on anymore? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so there we go. Before we even find out the pairings, man, somebody goes down hurt. Yep. And uh, so, and and interestingly enough, the next episode of Dance Fever three hundred eight will be talking about the strictly pairing show. So, it'll be um, kind of interesting to see the pictures of this dude in all the practices after they have said at the top of the show probably that he won't be there. Because I'm sure that's what it'll be. He'll he'll be in some of the... No, be, it's still on. I'm sorry. Because they always get him together at mm-hmm. the Lord's Manor or wherever it is they practice. And because they, they have they to do that opening piece do before all that they're stuff. even paired yeah. up. And people get mad and say Which, according to Kevin, just means that they're dancing. It doesn't mean that they have been paired up and they don't tell us. He says, and he defends it on Twitter vehemently, that they do not know until the names are announced on the show. I believe you. And season after season after season, people bitch about that. Today, I saw Kevin defending the fact that the show does not try to trick the viewers into believing that it's live. Because some people were bitching about how they try to trick you and make you think it's live, but we all know it's not by now, and all this kind of stuff. And Kevin's like, when did they ever say it's live? Where, where did they say it's, it's not live? They make a reference to Saturday night because that's when it aired. Saturday night. When maybe, they're talking on maybe Sundays, he, yeah, maybe because it's not they don't come back on Sunday. They do it all on Saturday. On Saturday, yeah. Maybe that's what they were re- referring to that 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 there was a Sunday night show where they all got back together on Sunday and did a show, but they don't. We know it's, it's not. Yeah, it's uh, it's well, all the same day. And honestly, it's like this: if they don't even air their Christmas show live, mm-hmm. why would they air anything right. else live? That's I true. mean, if there was going to be a show to do live, it would be their Christmas show. Yep. And it's like, no, nah, we. They they, they, they recorded that back weeks before, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's like, well, yeah, uh, yeah. And Kevin, um, and I think what happens is uh, I I follow all the um, strictly pros, and what happens we're is, serious about this podcast, people. There are <laughs> there are conversations that he becomes a part of, and so when somebody says something, they'll name check him. And he sees it, and he responds, and I see his responses. I don't always see what initiated it or the first question or whatever. I always seem to catch his response, not what started. I'm kind of like an NFL referee. Mm-hmm. I always see the second punch, but mm-hmm. never the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes to Kevin, it's all. Now, there's also been, oh, that's something else I wanted to bring up. There's a lot of people that's been talking about his podcast. They really like his podcast. There's a higher percentage of the population of UK that listen to podcasts than in America, period. Cool. I recently saw that stat, too. Um, Strictly has a podcast. It will be in its third season. It is hosted by Joe Scruggs, Scuggs, Scruggs, whatever, and... Uh, I have it written down, but I don't have it near me. Um, A woman that started out as the former male host's research assistant. The gentleman that died. 
Yes. She was. She started as his research assistant, has been with the show for 10 years in that capacity, and is now the co-host of the podcast. Oh, cool. So that should bring... So Bruce Forsyth. Yes, should bring a very interesting uh, perspective to things. It will be on twice a week. The first episode will drop after the Sunday show. And then the second episode will drop on, like, Thursdays. The Sunday show will be for the immediate reactions of mm-hmm. stars and uh, probably whoever got cut and, you know, that up-to-the-minute thing. And then news and updates and gossip and all that kind of stuff will be the Thursday show um, that they release. So they have uh, one episode out that was recorded right after the pairing show. And it didn't have um, – I'll listen to the podcast and I'll relay any, like, insider pertinent information. But most of it uh, is going to be – which seems to be what the the English people like, uh, the feel-goody stuff. Mm-hmm. History stories, family stories, you know, not uh, – I saw that you limped off what happened. To, you know, not that kind of information, which is the stuff – we dig for we dig for the inside stuff here in in the U.S. Over in England, they they want to be, and I don't mean this in a bad way. And this is what came to mind. It's not a put down, but they seem to be more strokey over there. They like positive strokes, whereas over here we want the shit. So it's and maybe that's why our two countries are where we're at. Brexit, notwithstanding. So, um, okay, I think that's all the. Additional uh, value added information that I have. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Right now, if you guys want to send us feedback, you can do it a variety of ways. The email address is dancefever. That's at gmail.com. The website is deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever, and you can leave comments there when the episodes are posted. And then we do have some social networking on Google. You're out of luck because Google Plus doesn't even exist anymore. But on Twitter, Dance Fever is one word. We have a Facebook page. On Facebook, Dance Fever is two words. And no matter which social media you choose, be sure you spell fever, F-E-V-R-E. And so next episode, episode 308, will be the pairing show for Strictly. And also we'll be talking about the top four show for So You Think, which yes. will be episode 13 of this season of that. We'll talk about those two together. So with that, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a good production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.